Welcome to High on Heart, the podcast. I am your host, Jessie Mae Wolf, and I look forward to serving up your weekly dose of heart rise. Hello, hello, it's Jessie Mae Wolf coming to you, and I'm oh, so moved to be sharing this particular theme at a time when I feel so passionate about the power of the heart to transform and to heal our planet and it's never been more timely and it's so so evident that something radical needs to change and if you're feeling like things are breaking down or coming undone or overwhelming and certainly you're not alone because the state of our world and our condition in all respects from our mental to how we're taking care of the planet um, to the way we take care of each other it's in full disarray and can often seem pretty upside down and so really focusing on how the heart can actually heal and empower us is remarkable um, to to experience to witness and I am just so inspired and encouraged to see the power of the heart when put into real practice in a methodic way, in a deliberate way, in an intentional way, when we lead with our heart's wisdom and the incredible power that lives within. uh, I do strongly, faithfully believe that change is possible. And so we're going to be unpacking today the importance of feelings in the mix. And I I feel so called to share about this specifically because it's such a taboo, unchartered, still realm. Uh, As soon as anybody hears, or most of the time, once we hear the idea of feeling or getting into the heart space, it makes a lot of people a little uncomfortable, queasy even, stressed, anxious. Um, It triggers a lot. And in the spirit of our mental well-being and mental health i want to address today specifically how important that connection is between head and heart and we cannot have mental health and well-being without our emotional healing and well-being so we must get to the very source the heart of who we are if we're going to ever restore our serenity, our mental wellness, our mental health. And so we're going to really dial into that in a bigger way. I'm going to share some insights and experiences and even practical tools that you can put into practice to support you in this intense climate, um, the world we live in, and how shaky it can often feel on the outside and how important it is for us to be anchoring and honoring within in a really real and concrete and grounded way. So before we fully move in, I want to invite you wherever you're at. And if you're new to listening, I'm so happy to have you. And to our regular listeners, I'm grateful for your presence. As always, this is a together movement. Heart Rise is all about our connection as the greatest currency and what's really and truly helping to shift the temperature on the planet, our communities. It's amazing how much we can do uh, when we honor 
that togetherness, our connection, and the heart is the way in and through. So as we do, we're going to have a little heart rise, mini breathing and tuning in, mini meditation. So wherever you are, if both hands are available, I invite you to bring them to lay over your heart center. And if one is, that's okay. And just take a moment here to breathe in and to tune into your heart. Just slowing down, tuning in, breathing, coming home here. This simple act alone is so powerful. Just giving ourselves the space to plug in, to tune in. And as you breathe here, as you feel in, see if you can sense your heartbeat. And just breathing into this life force energy, this powerful presence within the engine of your being. Breathe. And as you breathe here, witnessing whatever it is that you're holding, that you're wanting to let go of. What have you been holding on to that is really not serving you? It could be anything from a pattern that's playing out an old story, tension or specific situation that you're carrying. Whatever that is, just allowing it to rise from within, breathing into it, seeing with heart vision. And as you breathe here, with heart focus now, feeling into. So allow each breath to feel more as you breathe into your heart center. Feeling all that you're letting go of, honoring it as you breathe, as you feel. And with heart knowing here, cultivating that connection, that trust with your heart as you breathe, freeing now, releasing, letting go, breathe. Just allowing each breath to free and release, expanding, opening to that radiant integral soul energy, that heart wisdom flowing. Breathe with it, recalibrating you, replenishing you. Breathe. And just sensing this flow, this rhythm, this natural vibrational aliveness that resides here at your heart center, moving through you, always present, and inviting this guiding source energy to support you as you take in today's message, the medicine for today, and just listening from this heartful space. And notice what resonates, 
witnessing what doesn't, just presencing it all and being open to, to really tune in and feel in, receiving exactly what you need always and letting go of the rest. And so as we open into this space around how connected our feelings are with our emotional well-being and with our ultimately source to source there and then recognizing that connection with our mental health and how important it is to find healing in the heart before we can achieve mental health and well-being. And the reason... There's so many reasons I share about this all the time, but most specifically, what just came up for me, which I found very jolting, as it was something that was posted, and it was meant to be an inspirational post, and it went like this. I'll read it li literally just so you can really kind of get the full sense, but it says, sometimes all you have to do is forget what you feel and remember what you deserve. And as I read that, everything in me just could feel the tension around it. I had to literally do a heart rise flow. I had to go through and alchemize it because it was really, did not resonate with me. And, you know, it just shocked me because, and it didn't really because it's so prevalent and I see this all the time, but this mentality as some kind of helpful supporting advice is so dangerous in fact, it's one of the main reasons there's such such a pervasive um, malady, like our, our hearts are literally aching. We are so wounded and there's so much that we hold inside and there's so much pain and there's so much sadness and fear individually and collectively on the planet. And so to forget what we feel, to be prompted to do that and guided to do that is so dangerous and it's our human I mean it's the condition that so many of us default to when we're in fear when we shut down when we block and that's exactly what this is speaking to that it's about forgetting what we feel to remember what we deserve now what I want to really emphasize here is that in order to come home to what we deserve which is ultimately our wholeness and our truth it's a returning home to that we must feel what's in the way. So this is so important. In order to return to that deserving, that worthiness that so many of us struggle with and so few feel connected to, and the self-worth tends to be so absent or low for so many. And, and how is that, that we, we suffer from this at such a grave level? as a society, as a, you know, as a global family. I mean, how disconnected we are and how out of touch we are with our worthiness. And this piece around forgetting what we feel is at the source of the problem. We must feel in order to move the energy, in order to quite literally transmute it so that we can repurpose it. Because if we're holding on to all of these unresolved feelings because we've been taught to quite simply shove them down, block them, and open up into instead, as we're speaking, there's some sirens as such is life. And so in the space of that, it's always a good opportunity to practice heart rise and presencing 
um, what's here for us. And I always love to say heart rise is the best put in practice when it's when the surrounding elements aren't always in our favor. Um, but that speaks to back to what we we're saying with the feelings. When we feel, instead of blocking a feeling, we can actually activate the energy. We activate the vibration so that it doesn't sit and get contracted and uh, like toxic buildup inside of us. And that's what happens so often is we're blocking so much for the sake of saving face, quote unquote, and appearing a certain way uh, that we've really become comfortably numb in that we've blocked so much. And as such, we're much more apt and prone to fall prey to many different mental conditions, if you will, that are just symptomatic of a deeper unrest within. And so in order to really find any semblance of mental health, we must really come home to the healing power of the heart and the innate wisdom that lives here inside. And it's still so untapped. I'm so blown away to see how much we really don't know how to plug in, how to connect. It is so foreign to so many of us. We're never taught how to harness this infinite power, this source. It's incredible what's available when we do. And I was asked just this past week to speak on a panel around mental health, and it was so interesting to firstly share the space, the stage with some really great speakers that were all really versed in mental health and wellness and coming from different points of view. And I was speaking a lot about the heart's role in this emotional well-being as the very source. And I, it's so compelling to me to see how often we address mental health purely from that point of view of the science and the brain and the mind and yes the heart is touched upon sometimes but it is still so um, largely neglected in the bigger scope of our healing as a um, as a unified experience you know we hear a lot about mind body spirit but as i was sharing so often the heart is forgotten and it's remarkable how much healing wisdom lives in our hearts. The ancient tribes and cultures and so many of the different traditions know and relay this, shamanism being a major one, and many, many ancient um, medicinal practices and, and source, and whether they be spiritual or quite lit a lot of the Eastern traditions, um, so many... Um, reference the power of the heart and yet we've lost touch here in our modern western world and we're so acutely attuned to the science and the and the head and the brain and yet the heart has largely been forgotten so much so that people believe in the heart but they're living it from the head we're so disconnected and the beauty and the power in my life's work and my study and my direct immersion in the field with hundreds upon thousands across the globe of different communities and seeing and feeling how much is available just purely by showing up and being in our hearts what it can do to shift a whole environment, the people around us. When we show up in our hearts and we feel what's there, we automatically build a connection with those people around us. And so often it's just as simple as just 
feeling that sense of maybe sadness or fear or being a bit undone or angry or whatever that may be, but feeling the full range and not censoring or editing or suppressing or stuffing the feelings. And as we do, as we allow ourselves to feel what would otherwise be blocked, we actually connect with, so it's an, a form of acceptance, the first step, the awareness with heart vision, I see this is our heart rise method, we witness, then we feel is the second important step in the method, which is the everything, it's the it's the moving of the energy, it's the honoring of the energy, it's feeling it, it's emotion, energy and motion instead of holding it. And so what we actually are doing is we're awakening, we're opening, we're receiving more of an energetic cue rather than holding it because what happens is, is we build that toxicity up and we stockpile feelings and we block the, the energy, the flow, we're much more reliant on our busy brains, banter, and all sorts of other um, forms of, for example, ADD. There's all the, so many things that ensue, and there's different studies that show different um, outcomes as far as whether, you know, so much of it is environmentally related as far as the, you know, the settings that can contribute, and a lot is genetic too. However, what I have experienced, which, which again is remarkable, is how much working with the heart as the healing modality, we can literally repattern and rewire our brains, our minds. We can generate an energy force from our heart's power that can intuitively help to restore the mental wellness so that we can come into a state of coherence, as it's called, uh, when the heart and the head are in flow or in, in a coherent state where they're actually the circuitry is flowing and they're talking to each other. They've measured the electromagnetic field and how it can re help to rewire the actual circuitry of the brain. So the two are definitely powerfully connected and we do know this to some degree, but how powerful the heart is has not been entirely recognized at a, at a bigger level. We don't really know this. And we're so afraid to feel that we're really vulnerable around getting into that space to begin with. And I see this because, I mean, it's, one, it's like we have these very juvenile hearts. We have these very young, immature hearts that haven't been taught to breathe, to feel, to experience, to move through. And when we let ourselves be witnessed in all that we're feeling, we build connection, we build trust, we build resiliency, and all of these things that help restore us to wellness, which ultimately guides and empowers the head to heed to the heart's wisdom. And so this is the real secret saucer. This is the power. We, we get so into the analytics of the brain and the chemistry and the science, which is all very valuable. But again, when you come back to some of the native cultures and the source some of the, you know, tribal elders from so many different, I mean, from every different part of the world, if you go back to the source, they operated at such a simpler level without getting so heady about the how-to. When you go back to the very energy, which is most powerfully sourced in our hearts, and this, there's science that does support this, the electromagnetic field of the heart is powerful enough to let up a small city. That's all the technology supports in measuring. We know this is true because we feel this when we experience each other and we experience 
meeting someone, there's a charge. You can tell how someone's feeling, whether they're up or they're down. There's energy that is so present that we're so aware of. And when we learn how to harness it, and this has been my everyday study, I get to experience it. When we harness it and we restore it and we literally build that resiliency of heart, we build the heart like a muscle, which then can guide and teach and empower and support the mind. And I've, I mean, it's been so beautiful to see how people who have had different forms of anxiety, different forms of um, mental challenges, people who have suffered from different forms of addiction. Um, I've seen such incredible transformation and shifting just by learning how to really harness and utilize the infinite brilliance and wisdom of our heart. So I want to just share a few pieces specifically um, as far as ways now that, you know, you can really step in and utilize some of this because as I always love to share, I know I'm getting very <laughs> passionate here, but I do love to share a few ways that you can support this just in your everyday. So one of the things that I've found to be very helpful is just to give yourself permission in your everyday and in settings that maybe you would normally hold back to just express a little more. So it might be as simple as maybe smiling at someone in the elevator, um, maybe taking the time to open the door, or help someone with something heavy, um, just those small gestures. And then those are very little where it comes to people that you don't know, quote unquote, because that's also helping to strengthen the heart's willingness to feel because so often we hold back and we censor even at that level and we don't realize it. So those are little gestures. And then where the feelings are concerned with the more intimate relationships, it's to actually own your feelings more with those ones, both loved ones and in, you know, sort of family, more intimate settings and at work too. It's so interesting. You know, I bring this into corporate settings and I work with teams and in different companies and environments with groups. And it's so amazing to me how much we're afraid to feel our feelings like, oh, well, I must be all corporate and buttoned up. And there's this deep fear. And again, the fear comes from this lack of resiliency or the heart's muscle isn't strong. So as such, we don't know what's going to come out. And that's why we're so afraid. But with practice and little steps with the feelings, letting those feelings be felt, we can actually strengthen the heart's muscle. And that's once we start to practice that, it really becomes this engine that is trustworthy, that is powerful, that is expressive, that is compassionate, that is loving, all those things that we long for. So practicing, the more you express, the better you feel. Just really putting a little bit of that into general practice so that you're not suppressing now, the other thing I'll say, and this relates back to that whole piece around willingness, which we, I talked about because so often we're resistant to wanting to actually feel, is to start to really, and this, this really relates, but to get even more honest with yourself and those around you. So it definitely ties in with little subtle feeling notes that you'll bring to your everyday and your experiences, whether it be in the elevator or with somebody at work to share but it's being more honest just paying attention 
to voicing and speaking your truth more, to being really honest about what it is you're feeling. Because again, it's starting to peekaboo and catch ourselves when we go to block or shut down the feeling. This is the most important thing to begin with because if we don't start to identify and recognize when we're contracting, when we're holding back, we're much more prey to and susceptible to fall into that busy, judging, head-trippy place, which ultimately can fall into all kinds of other dangerous patterns. And again, to come back to the whole mental wellness piece, we can only really find proper mental well-being if we get to the very source and the heart of our being. So I wanted to just focus on that today, specifically around the heart healing, the feeling through how interconnected it is, and without getting too into detail about the specific aspects of mental health, just to redress the conversation as really looking at how can we do the heart healing first to invite the head to bow to the heart's wisdom because it really is a reorientation. And it is my strong, firm belief that this is the way forward. Thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your support, your love, your presence. And come find us on heartrisemovement.com, on all the different platforms. Share this if it resonates. And I look forward to connecting with all of you in the ways we do. Shine that beautiful heart because I see you. And I will catch you next week for more High on Heart.